Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. This is episode 62 of the Student Ministry Podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Cullum. Today, we're going to be talking to Tom Bump and Tom Pounder all about Youth Ministry Exchange. That was an event that happened on October 22nd and 23rd, and we kind of do a a little recap, uh, a little bit of, you know, sharing what we learned, uh, a little critiquing, because, you know, we do that sometimes, Uh, but we kind of just dissect it a little bit. If you're familiar with what we do around the Orange Conference every spring, Spring, very similar to that. We kind of just uh, talk about our experience uh, with this event. And if you uh, have missed, you know, all the details about the Youth Ministry Exchange, it was an event. Uh, like I said, it happened on October twenty second and twenty third. Online event. They kind of took the place of the National Youth Workers Convention this year from Youth Specialties, but also the Orange Tour from Orange and Fuller Youth Institute also jumped in there. And so, uh, yeah, it was kind of a combined event with all these different organizations uh, pitching in. And uh, I think they did a really good job Um, and they've learned a lot from the Orange Conference, which is online this year, too. Um, You know, we all we all talk about how we want to be back in in person again and actually see people, uh, you know, face to face and and everything instead of through a computer screen. But but I think they did a pretty good job and we're going to talk about that uh, today. But before we jump into that, I just want to thank you guys so much for being here, for listening to the podcast. Um, And if you enjoy what you hear, um, then make sure you share this with others and make sure you subscribe and make sure you leave a positive comment. All those things help us so much. And uh, I hope you are subscribed because the next few months, we're going to have some really exciting interviews, exciting things happening on this podcast. So make sure you have subscribed. Uh, but uh, we're going to get into this conversation in just a little bit. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors for this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Our first sponsor is G Shay's Youth Ministry Curriculum. But you know what? It's more than a curriculum. It's a teaching strategy. It's actually focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. And since the pandemic has hit churches so hard financially, G Shades is offering six months of their middle school and high school curriculum absolutely free. That's right. Six months free of the curriculum. Each series includes full video messages, teaching manuscripts, small group guides, parent guides, Instagram devotionals, games, graphic slides, bumper videos. There's so much packed into this. A premium six-month subscription to this curriculum usually is already a great price at $140. But right now, you can get it absolutely free to help you win with your lead pastor while your church is like recovering from all this, this pandemic and all the financial issues. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download six months free of youth ministry curriculum. And be sure to tell another youth worker friend about this awesome gift so their church can get in on it too. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Our second sponsor is a brand new sponsor to the Student Ministry Podcast, and that is MinHub. MinHub is a collection of apps for pastors to allow you to better communicate and provide personalized care by leveraging the information that you track. They have MinHub Groups, MinHub Kids, MinHub College, and MinHub Youth, and they just launched the MinHub Portal. 
Too many pastors are wondering if their ministries are effective or if people are sticking. MinHub believes in empowering leaders with tools to easily capture and report ministry needs as well as ministry wins. You can get the contact information from all your people. Instead of a cluttered like address book, you actually have contacts in MinHub that hold all the information that you need for all your people. MinHub also makes it simple to track attendance at events and record meaningful ministry moments. And you can also send bulk texts to exactly the right people or utilize the new MinHub portal to post messages and ministry announcements. Head over to minhubapp.com or check the link in the show notes to learn more about MinHub. Thank you so much to G Shades and MinHub for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. All right, now it's time to jump in this discussion I had with Tom Bump and Tom Pounder all about Youth Ministry Exchange 2020. Hey, all right. Well, we are going to get started in this this uh, roundtable discussion. Um, and today we've got uh, we're we're doing this joint podcast thing. We've done this before um, with each of with with these guys, so it's kind of cool. We're going to go around the table and kind of introduce ourselves since we're going to be using this on each other's platforms. And my name is Tom Bump, and uh, I do the Kids Ministry Collective podcast, uh, or what's known as the KMC. And I've uh, been doing it for quite a while and, and absolutely love it. I live in Worcester, Ohio, and uh, really enjoyed hanging out with the, the Kid Ministry Exchange and on the Youth Ministry Exchange, too. That was a lot of fun. Hey, and I'm uh, Tom Pounder, and uh, I uh, do a lot of stuff with my stuff is YM Sidekick, and I do a lot of digital and student ministry stuff. Uh, I do a podcast as well. Everything's kind of at ymsidekick.com, but... I'm also the student and online minister. So I'm the student minister and the online minister at New Life Christian Church in Chantilly, Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. And I am Steve Cullum. I am the student pastor at LifeBridge Christian Church in Longmont, Colorado, and uh, also run the student ministry podcast. And uh, also kind of blog on the side at stevecullum.com and a bunch of other places and things too. But uh, yeah. It's been uh, awesome to talk with you guys and excited to do that again today. Yeah. Well, let's have some fun. Um, Orange has done it again. They, they decided to take the tour stop and change it into something that I think was honestly was really needed. Um, instead of just throwing a full online conference at you where it was all lectures, they wanted an exchange of ideas. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm curious, what are your, what were your guys' first impressions of, of uh, the KMX and the YMX? And when we say that, uh, just for the listeners, I should explain, it's Kids Ministry Exchange and Youth Ministry Exchange. It was a four-day online experience. Um, two days were kid ministry focused, two days student ministry focused. Um, and uh, they're going to be doing a replay again in November. So depending on where this airs and all of our schedules, um, you still might be able to get a ticket, I think, and, and get in on the replays and, and, uh, I'm not sure if they're doing any live stuff, but there's a virtual hall there, uh, exhibit hall where you can check out lots of ministries. Um, but, uh, Steve, what was your, what was your impressions when you first heard about it? Um, them doing this online exchange. Yeah, I was, uh, 
initially, of course, um, uh, a little frustrated, um, not at them, but more just that, that COVID has again canceled yet another conference um, yeah. that I was really looking forward to to attending this year and uh, looking forward to heading out your way, Tom, uh, just yeah. about, uh, you know, in the, in the Ohio area and everything and, and uh, getting to hang out with you know, all you guys and, and stuff. And so that was, it was disappointing that we weren't able to do it. But, you know, I think uh, I attended youth ministry, the youth ministry leadership exchange a, a few years ago when they experimented with that and absolutely loved it. I think it was um, apart from some of the DYM 100 kind of events, uh, the youth ministry leadership exchange was one of my favorite events because of the, the exchange part of it, because we got to get in small groups and just talk about life and ministry and, and really grow throughout that event. And it wasn't just, uh, about hearing information after information. It, we got that chance to, to dissect it a little bit with, with our peers. And so that was, that was really cool. So of all the ways to do an event, again, I was really excited that they were kind of bringing back that model um, and doing that online. Um, so yeah, it was cool to, to ha- hear a bunch of you know great speakers as always. Um, I do wish that they had done the the break or the uh, the discussion groups a little differently. Um, at the leadership exchange, they were uh, the same groups all all three days long or whatever, and we were able to really grow. Uh, and everything um, with those people and, and get to know them each mm-hmm. time we met. And by, by the last time we met, it was it was like we had known each other for a really long time. So this time it was a little different, uh, kind of having different groups every time. So I, I wish they would have uh, kept the groups the same, but everything else was was great. Yeah, and, and I'll say, again, I much like what Steve said, I was looking forward to going to the Orange Tour this year, and then mm-hmm. I was looking forward to also going to the Youth Specialties Conference that um, I know, Steve, you've been going to the Youth Specialty Conference for years. I just started going back to it last year, and I had a wonderful time at the Youth Specialties Conference last year. And so I was definitely, I was like, man, it's possible we could, they could still do this. It might work. And then when they made the announcement that, yeah. well, and again, it was a little confusing too because Orange already kind of pivoted. They did do something with the Orange tour where they were going to make it different. And so, again, I don't know what happens with, all them, but I know they all intersect with Download Youth Ministry Orange and Youth Specialties. They all kind of collaborate together. Yeah. So this was a a good thing to do. And and I don't know about you guys, but um, I've I've heard about and I've attended a good amount of these online conferences since COVID hit. And I I mean I can't stand them. I mean, and so they're they're just <laughs> like it's just not good. I mean, a lot of them are not good, but. What yeah. I love about what Orange did is that they they took what they did from the Orange Conference, and again, a lot of it looked like the Orange Conference, and they made it better. And so they learned stuff from Orange, and then they made it better by implementing different things um, and doing a few different things. I was not, I did not participate in the breakout sessions. My my week last week was quite crazy, uh, so I wasn't able to participate. But I loved, um, oh no, no, the discussion groups. I participated in the breakouts, but not the discussion groups. Um, and so, um, I really missed on that, but I just couldn't swing it with all the things. And, and that's the unfortunate thing about these online conferences is you, you're still at home, you know, you're still distracted by all these other things. And so I do think orange made the best of it. I do love, again, the, the live portion I thought was good. Um, and again, it was, they've been experimenting obviously since the orange conference and I think they made it better and they were 
They had technology worked out a little bit differently too. So I, I was very pleased with it. I'm really glad I attended it. I didn't attend the kids ministry, but I did attend the youth ministry one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to add much to what you guys said because your some sentiments are mine. I, I agree that the, I hate, I hate this pivot. Um, <laughs> and I hate the word pivot. Um, <laughs> I swear if, if there's I certain hear, words, the unprecedented and pivot and yes, what are the other words? Social that, distancing. Tired of this year. <laughs> um, plexiglass. Um, <laughs> plexiglass. <laughs> uh, you know, PPE. Um, I don't want to hear that ever again. Um, I, I mean, I pray this never hits for another hundred years and then maybe we'll be in heaven by then anyway and don't have to worry about it. So hopefully I'll be in heaven by then. <laughs> I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean the, the, when I first heard, I was pretty excited. I was watching some of the live feeds that they were doing from, from orange headquarters, you know, and, and I was like, wow, okay, this sounds very interesting. It's very, still very fluid to them uh, as far as, as the format and, or the topics and, and all of that. And, uh, you know, I, but again, yeah, the, when I went through orange conference, I didn't even make it all the way through orange conference. I was so screen fatigued by the last day that I basically just was like, nah, I'm done. I'm, I, I don't want to miss anything. I hate it. I'm one of those FOMO people. I, I got to soak up everything and anything. Um, but I was like, nope, I'm done. And I literally took off and went out to my camper and sat out in the quiet of the woods for, for a day because uh, I just, I'd had enough. So I was almost dreading that feeling again of, uh-oh, am I going to get that, you know? And I mean, they, they did promise some bathroom breaks. Um, I love people at Orange. Please don't, don't get mad at me for saying that, but KMX didn't have enough breaks. <laughs> YMX was better. Uh, for have, at least giving me a chance to, to go grab some food and to sit. But I'll agree with you, Tom. The problem with these online conferences is, is that it, the conference, when you go, gives you that time to stay at a hotel and to hang out with friends and to have some coffee and to have discussions and to process. Because I'm a, I'm a talker. I process when I talk. And you don't get that at the conference. And... Now, I did see somebody, and I don't remember which one it was, because they played a game with them or something, but they actually, their church put them in a hotel for the yeah. two days. And I'm like, okay, that's my strategy. If we're going to have, if I'm going to have to do more of these online conferences, I'm telling my wife, I'm out of here. I'm going to a hotel <laughs> for two days and I'm going to, you know, because yeah, a lot of us are, fo we're working. I mean, I was with my brand new ministry, Restoring Leaders and the KMC Coaching, the two things that I'm doing right now, I had to keep functioning. And I can only imagine, you know, my, my job being more self-employed with these kind of things, I could be a little more flexible. But I was talking to a couple friends that they, they had to keep rolling uh, with family stuff, homeschool stuff. Um, that was brutal. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to find a, a, a great way to do conferences, but the one thing that I got to applaud Orange for was the the interaction groups, the the connecting time where, I mean, yes, it was a little random. I, I do like it better when you can connect and it would have been nice to stay with the same group. But uh, because some one one group I had, only two of us showed up. There were there were eight people in the room 
but only two of us turned our mics and our cameras on and talked the entire time. So we had a great discussion between the two of us. And then a third guy jumped in towards the end. Um, and I've had, I've actually had a couple conversations since, um, the conference with them guy, with those guys, with that guy and with a couple others. So to me, that was one that was really good. The Q and A's were really good being live. Um, and, and they were able to take a lot of questions and stuff and that felt good too. So, um, I was glad at least that they did it. Um, is it ideal? No. Is it what I wanted? No. <laughs> do I want to do it again? No, I'd rather, I'd rather be back to yeah. real life. I'm hoping in April that, you know, we can all get back to orange conference and, and uh, not be virtual again. Cause I can't do it. Well, well again too, just to talk about the timing thing, you know, the orange conference was a long all day type of thing. They had a lot of stuff they had to cram in there. Of course, they had to make their quote unquote pivot, you know, <laughs> so late because they, you know, the coronavirus hit and, you know, the Orange Conference was like a month later and they had a lot of scrambling to do. But again, for the the exchange, it was like 11 o'clock to 530 or, or yeah. in that five o'clock range, at least Eastern time it was. Yeah. Um, and so it was a shortened time and it was really succinct. And I love that, that it was, it was shortened. It didn't, yes. I could do some work. Up yes. until the time the conference started, and then when the conference started, I was able to focus on it as best as I could. So I, I really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I think format was yeah planning as far as the timing goes. Yeah, it made it a little hard, you know, interesting. Well, I'm, I'm glad they at least started a little later for the for the West Coast people like Steve. You know, <laughs> you didn't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> although those same people that probably complain about that were probably up at at whatever time it was when the Mandalorian dropped last, you know, so it's amazing what we'll get up for. Right. 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 So, anyway. So, um, the theme, um, I'm curious what your thoughts were, what were your takeaways from the whole idea of here to play? Because that's what they, they jumped on was this, I'm here to play. And then each breakout, um, each speaker, um, during the general sessions, was all about I'm here to play because um, there were some real powerful moments there, but I'm curious any, any takeaways or quotes um, based off of, of I'm here to play. I think uh, I, I, I'm a little critical today, but, um, <laughs> but I think in the beginning, I really, I was like, I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sold on the theme, honestly, in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, really? Okay. I don't know where you're going to go with this, but that uh -huh. seems very vague. Um, but as it got going, I definitely picked up what they were talking about and what they meant by that. Um, so in other words, it was more like, this is, this is why I am here to do ministry. This is why I'm answering God's call. This mm -hmm. is why I keep doing this, um, sort of thing, even in the middle of unknown pandemic, all this different stuff. This is why I show up and this is why God's calling me to show up. And so, um, I definitely got behind that uh, as we went. And I think uh, some of the ones that that really um, stood out to me, I think, um, were uh, Kristen Ivy's talk about how we can learn to trust each other. Like mm -hmm. her, her, uh, the visual. It was it was very much like I, I feel like she's learning so much from Reggie that she's turning into a mini Reggie. Um, <laughs> that every time Kristen speaks now, I am my ears are perked, and I know so, yes. there's something really, really good that she's going to say. And as she was talking about the difference between anger and fear and shame and how that causes us to, to act suspicious, 
and then turning that using the Jesus's words in Matthew seven to ask, seek and knock to then focus on peace and trust and love and turning that into a fascination instead of suspicion was just, uh, yeah, it was so spot on. I think, um, as we, as we interact with each other and as we try to figure out, uh, ministry, like, yeah, I, it was so spot on. I think, um, that was, that's just one of them that, that stood out to me. Um, I think the other one was Danielle Strickland. She's another, uh, person that just every time she speaks, I am furiously taking notes <laughs> and, um, yeah, just a way to like say that, like we have to build something that lasts. And I think that's so incredibly important in this time because we can easily, we have been focused so much on numbers and, and all these different things uh, in the past, but really we need to build something that's going to last and make a lasting impact. And the only way to do that is to focus on the right things. And what she said is like, how can our, our righteousness surpass that of the Pharisees? How are people going to actually pay attention to what we say and how we lead? We've got to be leading out, uh, focused on the right things, um, trying to be holy and set apart um, instead of just, you know, kind of going with the flow. Um, we've got to be, you know, focused on that right thing. And for her, like she mentioned that it's it's all about focusing on others and and putting that, that – <laughs> everything about uh, focusing on the others in our community and making an impact. And I think that's, that's crucial for our student ministries, for our kids ministries, for our churches, as we move forward, um, that the focus cannot be on what it has been for the, like the last, you know, however many years it's gotta be others focused. How can we make an actual impact on our community? How can we serve other people? How can we love our neighbors? Um, Not how can we build a big program? Yeah, I, uh, just to piggyback on some of the stuff that Steve said too is like when when I heard the um, the you know I'm here to play theme, I was I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, what is this? Like, what? What's like? <laughs> in one way, I was is very refreshing because I'm tired of hearing how to do ministry in a COVID world. I mean, like I'm tired yeah. of, of hearing all that stuff because it's just it's overdone now. But again, so the here to play was fantastic, and I and I love just the different things they were talking about. I, I agree with uh, Steve. I mean, Danielle Strickland is amazing. Anytime I have an opportunity to hear her share, I love it. Um, and one of the things that uh, she said was, "This generation's not waiting for a proclamation of the good news, but a demonstration of the good news." And I think for so long we we proclaim, we proclaim, we proclaim with our lips, and then we don't demonstrate it with our lives. And again, the whole thing, everything I was watching and experiencing over the two days with the Youth Ministry Exchange was it it refocused me on relationships, relationships, relationships. Now, Mm. I will say this. At the very beginning of COVID, I was really focused on relationships, 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 because we didn't have any programs to to give kids to or bring students to. Um, and so I was focused on that. But then as we've been going, I don't know how it is in your all's area, but as we've been meeting more and more in person and we've been making a push at our church to go back to in-person and programmatic stuff, I've lost sight of the relationship aspect because I've been trying to gear up for this program or this thing. Yeah. And, and my focus has been so much on program. I've lost sight of following up with students and being with students and so this was so refreshing for me to, to hear it um, and to hear what the people had to share. I loved, um, Ryan Leake said this, and it really, this is kind of how I've been thinking. Um, 
because I'm tired of playing defense on COVID, but it's, he mm. said this, it's time to stop playing defense as leaders and start playing offense. We are here to, we have to be intentional with our time. And I, I agree with that so much in the sense of we're, we're again, rightfully so COVID sucks and all this stuff sucks, but we can't focus on how bad everything is. We have right. to say, what can I do to reach students in my context, students and online people, what can I do? And so I, I cannot make excuses anymore. I have to figure this out and I have to go forward. Mm. Even if it's a small step forward, I have to move forward. And they gave us some really cool things to, to do that. So I was really in, encouraged yeah. about that uh, after the two days. Yeah. When, when I heard the here to play, like, like you guys, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Um, nobody's playing anything right now. I mean, <laughs> we just finally got Big Ten football back. Hallelujah. Um, sorry, I just believe that's the real football. So, um, I, no I'm offense. With you. I'm with you. Yes, I know. Yeah, he's Penn State boy. I know. I know. Um, uh, sorry to all the other conferences, but you don't exist in my world. Um, I'm just too much of a Big Ten boy. But, but I, so I was like, what? What are we here to play about? What? What's what's here and and i loved how i mean because even when ryan started he his was ryan Lee kicked it off and he was like i'm here to play so i can see what's possible and i honestly felt like whoa okay now that i'm looking at that and joe saxon was i'm here to play because mm -hmm. i've got a lot to learn all of a sudden i started to see oh i got you now orange i'm i'm seeing it was there was a lot of inspiration. I felt like, um, I mean, I would have liked, we'll talk about critiques later, but I, I mean, there were some times where I was getting like, okay, I'm on, I'm on inspiration overload. I need some hows. Um, I need some, some, some definitive, but I saw the inspiration and I, I was thinking about, you know, the average leader out there, how draining we all, how drained we all feel from we, you know, we went from what we thought was a, a nice, job description to all of a sudden that one that that job description that has the asterisk that says and anything else you know deemed necessary by the senior pastor or whatever you know we all have those hidden in there i mean it's like in the greek or invisible ink or something <laughs> i don't know everybody's job description has one all of a sudden that became the only thing on our job description because everybody's job descriptions changed and everybody's tanks just emptied um, because we had to go out and learn how to video edit and produce, you know, create content and, and to put stuff up online and to stream and to, you know, now we have to learn about cleaning um, and disinfecting and social distancing and we have to tape floor X's, you know, to keep everybody spread out. And, and, all, and I just felt like when they, when they hit that theme, it was like, hey, guys, remember, you know, not everything, COVID hasn't wiped out everything. It's just forcing us to rethink and we're still here to play. Um, we still got a battle to go on and fight. And, and these kids need us to, to get our heads back in and our hearts back in and our calling shirt. And so by the end of the time, I was feeling very inspired and encouraged. Um, you know, like I said, at first I wasn't sure, but I was really thrilled because there was some real I mean, some big things to chew on. Um, and, and again, I thought the theme was, was good. Format-wise, um, let's talk just a little bit about that. I mean, I thought the format was very interesting, very similar to Orange Conference. 
um, that they did back in last April. I think it was, <laughs> I don't remember now. Um, got brain fatigue from COVID, I guess. I don't know. Um, no, I never had COVID praise God yet. So let's keep it away from me. Um, but, but the, the whole thing of, of the format, you know, it, it felt very familiar. And I, at first I was like, okay, I want something different. I want something new. But then, you know, it was kind of comfortable that they did their thing. Um, you know, having speakers and then having, having Reggie or Kristen, um, you know, do some Q and a with them and, and conversation to unpack a few of the things. I thought that was good. What I really loved though, was when they did the breakouts, having the live Q and a, um, where there could be some more interaction. And I absolutely loved the individual discussion groups. Um, to me, the discussion groups were grand slam home runs. I loved those. Um, I got to talk to real life people, um, which was fun. Um, I mean, even though one group we only had, I think there was only really two of us that ended up showing up and then a third one joined late. <laughs> um, I don't know if we scared everybody else off. But the cool part is I've made connections and I've actually been talking to several different people um, since the conference already. Um, we followed up and we've already been talking on the phone or we even Zoomed. Um, I even got one guy on my podcast. Um, so, I mean, it was pretty sweet. Um, so I liked the format. Um, like I said, KMX was too jammed together, <laughs> needed, needed a few more gaps and, and some downtime a little bit. But again, I understand the timing issues. Um, YMX, I felt like their format, they, they got it down better where they learned a lot in the KMX week or days. Um, so they were able to do that. But do you guys have any, any feelings one way or the other when, when you saw the, the schedule um, and how that, how that looked? I think it, it made sense. And I think, you know, like we've expressed our thoughts about um, online conferences and I think we'd all much rather <laughs> be in person. Um, but I think, you know, that's, this is one of the best ways to do it. I think that I've seen so far. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, um, the, the discussion groups is def we're definitely one of those, like your mileage will vary kind of thing. Um, because I know like our kids ministry director were, was not in good groups and she actually ended up checking out uh, oh. of the rest of those because her first couple were not so great. Um, and there weren't any like clear leadership in there. And I think that would have, that would help some as well because some of us, I mean, we all stared at each other like middle schoolers on zoom just waiting. Okay. Who's going to talk first? Who's actually going to turn on their mic? Um, but then I was part of other groups that were fantastic and we had great conversations and oh. one of them, we just talked about star Wars the entire time and didn't actually <laughs> talk about ministry, but it was great because we needed, need those right? times. Yes. Yeah. Just to yes. sit back and you know what, let's, you know, ministry will carry on. Let's just, and, and you know, have a, a fun conversation about star Wars for just a bit. Um, so, so yeah, but I think, uh, they did the best they could, I think, for for their for the circumstances. Yeah, and and I like the breakout with the live Q and A part too. And, and again, this is what they did in Orange. Again, I think it was a little bit better. But what I loved about it was, it was a video, a pre-made video that was like twenty minutes long, or some, it varied depending on which. One. And I could pause it at any time. Yes, <laughs> no taking was it. much easier. Yeah, so it was, I I really enjoyed that. And then they gave you a few minutes, like if you've walked all the way through it, you know, uh, they started the session after 
it seemed mm-hmm. like everybody I don't know how they determined that but I really liked that and then I enjoyed the being able to have interaction with that speaker live I thought that yeah. was re- really cool yeah 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 all right well that's good all right so let's talk highlights then uh, favorite quotes favorite breakout um, what impacted you the most and then we'll wrap up with like what what are your takeaways or what are some of the things that that you believe will come some action steps from it so let's let's go break let's uh highlights first yeah i think um you know other than the ones i i mentioned already i think uh two two of the things that that stood out to me actually were two of the breakouts that i that i attended um one was uh from um, Stuart Hall, um, one of my favorite people on the earth. Um, and so glad that he is doing better after all of his COVID, yeah. uh, stuff near the beginning of all this. Um, but he talked about the, the impact that 2020 is having on high schoolers. And I actually ran it past our student group the other day, our student leadership team. And I was like, what do you guys think about this? And he kind of walked through, um, how, uh, how it's affecting the different age groups within high school students. So freshmen are at, often asking the question, uh, where do I belong? Mm-hmm. But it's, he said it's difficult to determine where you belong when school and church are all virtual. And he said sophomores are asking the question, why should I, be- or, or why should I believe this? Or why can't I fill in the blank? Um, but he said it's often difficult to flex your freedom when many of your freedoms have been taken away from you. Uh, then he jumped Ooh. to seniors, and seniors are asking, what will I do? But it's difficult to think about the future when the future is so uncertain. But then he moved to juniors, and he actually said juniors are the one phase that actually might fit this this current situation pretty well. He said juniors are often asking the question, what or how can I matter? And making a difference maybe more doable now than ever before. And so I started thinking, okay, like how can I start to, to focus more on our juniors and help them to see how they can actually make an impact on the world in the middle of all this. So that was kind of a, some good like um, meat to, to what I can kind of step away from and, and really focus a lot on our juniors right now in terms of high school students. And uh, the other breakout that, that really stood out to me was, was Reggie's. I've never been to a, a breakout with Reggie, so it was really cool to hear him in a different kind of tone, um, just walking through how to redefine our role as a youth minister right now. Mm. And he walked through how to redo uh, your, your job description um, and really focus on all these, these different things. And, and I think it just really secured my thinking on how my role as a youth pastor should change in the future as we keep going forward and how I'm not only like, we are not only called to, to minister and lead teenagers, but also to be um, an ambassador for, for youth ministry and teenage culture and families and everything within our church. And, uh, and he walked through all that. Um, like there's, there's a lot in there. We don't have time on the podcast to to recap (laughs) at all, but I just, I really like, it was, it was some really cool takeaways that I, that I'll be rethinking how my job description is written and think about Mm -hmm. actually rewriting mine, uh, coming out of this too. That's good. And, and yeah, I just the, the last thing I would say, I love the fact that they gave us the prompt to think like, why are you uh, in here, here to play still? And that actually, yes. it actually got me thinking more than I ever thought it would before after hearing all those people say those things. I'm like, okay, why, why am I here to play? And yes. so that was, that was a cool takeaway for me too. Cool. Tom. Yeah. See, I, I think the, the thing again, from, 
our church, I don't know what your all's churches are like um, and what you guys are focusing on right now, but, you know, even before COVID hit, we were making a big push on discipleship, which I think a lot of churches in the nation were. Um, and, you know, it's so funny to me, honestly, and I, I don't mean to come across as, as arrogant. I hope it doesn't come across as arrogant. Um, but they kept on talking about discipleship and relationships. And this is coming from the, the church down to all the rest of us as staffers. And I'm, and I kept on thinking, I'm like, this is all the, you know, relationships is all what student ministry is about. It's about relationships. Yeah. And it's about investing time with kids. And, and now you see that the time that we spend with kids is not invalid. Yes. And what, right. what I love, what I loved about what this conference did was it just reaffirmed that from a, from a, from a leadership perspective, again, I, I, I actually, it's kind of like what, um, what Steve said, he's never been to a breakout with Reggie. I'd never been to a breakout with Kristen. And, um, you know, one of the things she said was discipleship is always relational. And it's yeah. like, yes, of course. I mean, like, of course, you know, but <laughs> just, to, just to hear it again and affirmed, it's like, yeah. okay, what we do with students is, that is discipleship. Yep. You may call it something different, and that's fine, but it is, you are investing in the lives of students and helping them see Jesus maybe for the very first time. And so whether you're playing video games with them or you're doing a Bible study with them, that has all the potential of discipleship. And I loved how that was affirmed. Uh, but what I also love that they did uh, in this conference too is, it, you know, it gave you some practical digital stuff too. And that's what I, I thought was really cool. I, I went to uh, hear Vince Parker He's one of the Life Church guys, um, and again, because I'm an online guy too, I, I always kind of geek out on that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but um, but it was really neat to hear him talk about online and the online perspective and what we can be doing with students um, on, on that level as well. So I, I again, I think, like I said earlier, I, I, I took away just the reaffirmation that what we do with students and spending time with students and being in relationships with them checking up on them, whether I'm texting them, hanging out with them in person or whatnot, it's all, it all matters. Uh, and so that was encouraging. Absolutely. That was so good. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, the, the breakouts that I did get to, I mean, one of the ones that I hadn't, I mean, I knew it was there, but, but, uh, Chinaway Wilson, uh, she's a grief, uh, actual counselor, um, therapist, she talked about what we need to know about grief and just how children and students are both um, doing some, you know, just struggling with grief right now and loss. And so I thought that was one of those things where I think we as leaders need to do more research in and become more aware of and, and help our leaders become more aware. And, and so I think that's one of those things that that uh, struck me as, okay, we need to become more aware of, of the different kinds of loss and how it can initiate grief um, because the kids have lost a lot of things and they're going to experience and express it. So I think that was one thing um, that, you know, because it builds on relationships. If you don't have relationships, you're not going to be aware of, of those things. And I think the, the other thing, and I'll kind of wrap up with this one, was just um, <laughs> I liked how David Jameson um, the, the dope educator, as he's called, um, <laughs> said it, that, you know, we're trying to clean a fish before we catch the fish. And, and sometimes I think we initiate things, we react to things before we actually, you know, we should be, we should be responding. And I think that was one of the things that when I realized that, you know, we're here to play, you know, 
because God's put us here for such a time. And there's so many leaders that are struggling with that feeling of insecurity. And I'm not, I'm not qualified to handle all this. Yes, you are. And, and that you don't have to sit there and, and, and worry about cleaning the fish, just catch them and let God take care of the rest. And that to me was just a great way to kind of put it all together and say, yeah, I, I am still here to play. Um, I'm still here. Um, at, at, in when 2021 rolls around, we can all say we're still here. Um, and, and we got this. So, um, any final thoughts guys, as we get ready to wrap up last impressions, um, I think the the biggest thing I, I just want to reiterate what what Tom Pounder was saying. I think that's that's crucial. I think for for all of our listeners, um, just realize that what you do really does matter. And I think in the middle of of all this, like it's really easy to get sidetracked and everything. But but for for my ministry and other youth pastors that I've talked to, like there's a reason why why youth ministry and and kids ministry a lot of times are doing fairly well during this time because it was already rooted in relationships. It was already rooted in, in connecting. It wasn't about, I mean, there's certainly there's some ministries that are focused on the big programs and all these different things, but the ones that were already rooted in, in, in relationships are actually doing okay during this time. Um, so keep it up. Well, why, why don't we wrap up then? Um, again, uh, if you're not a listener to the kid ministry collective podcast, I invite you to do, do that. Steve, Tell us one more time your podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, the host of the Student Ministry Podcast, and you can just find us at thestudentministrypodcast.com. And uh, love just having interviews and talks with uh, with fellow youth workers and uh, and sometimes some kids ministry workers as well. And I have both of you guys on mm-hmm. before, and uh, it's always it's always great to hear what God's doing in the lives of, of other youth workers. Yeah, and uh, I'm Tom Pounder at ympsychic.com. I've got some, I do blogging and um, audio and video stuff too. So it's always uh, fun to do that. And it's always been great having you guys on my podcast as well. So, okay. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what God's going to do uh, in these next few months as we wrap up 2020 and as we move forward into 2021. So Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to each of our podcasts. We hope that that uh, you'll share these. If you're in children's ministry, um, you'll share the youth ministry stuff. If you're in youth ministry, share the children's ministry stuff. Uh, check out, oh, I should have said restoringleaders.org or KMC Coach. Man, I'm not even plugging my own stuff. That's terrible. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, it's been fun to talk uh, Orange, and, and uh, we look forward to seeing. Hopefully, we're going to see each other in April in Atlanta. I hope and pray for all that. So thanks again, guys. And thank you guys so much again for being here for another episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, I want to urge you to do that. And I want to also urge you to share this with another youth worker friend that would be just encouraged by the stories we get to talk about and and all the other things we get to talk about here on the Student Ministry Podcast. We also want to thank our two sponsors of this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. The first is G Shades Student Curriculum. Head over to gshades.org to get six months months free of student curriculum while you can. Six months free. And also want to thank MenHub. And uh, you can head over to menhubapp.com to learn all about their solutions for helping you connect better with your people, whether that be your youth group or all the people in your church. They have separate apps for different ministries, but also a synchronization service uh, subscription. You can check all that out at menhub.com. 
app.com. Again, both of those links and all the links to our social media and all those different links from the Toms that we talked to today, um, all those links are going to be in the show notes. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And until next time, may God bless your ministry. Thank you.